Welcome to Last Week in Gaming, where we talk about games we ran or played last week. I'm your host, Matt J. Let's get started. Big shout out to my new Patreon backers, Christopher Corbett and Brian McKay. Thanks for joining the Dream Hustle. I appreciate it. Last Week in Gaming and the Diceology podcast are supported by listeners like you. Your support is what makes my show and the Dream Hustle happen. It helps provide the independence for the work, the shows, games, and the conversations I have. And I appreciate that. Consider supporting me on Patreon at MadJ0, all letters. Let's make this our regular thing. So last week, we played The One Ring. I started running that live on Twitch on actual play. Rich Rogers, Heidi Schlotman, and Jeremiah Fry. They're playing an elf, a human, and a dwarf, respectively. For that game, we're using Free League's new alpha rules for the second edition of The One Ring. It's not too big a departure from the first edition. The core is there. It looks like they're going through in the second edition as far as mechanics go, simplifying things, tightening things up. So that first session of The One Ring was mostly about getting into our characters, getting used to playing together. We haven't played in this configuration of players before and getting our hands and minds around the core mechanics of the One Ring, as well as setting up what we're going to do over the next four or five sessions of play. My intent here is to get a big arc going and then bring in, as a fourth player, guest players. Maybe they're around for a session. Maybe they're around two or three sessions. I think another cool thing is we talked about moving uh, our every other Thursday game uh, on Twitch to a weekly Thursday game. So hopefully that pans out. Uh, that would be fantastic. I would love that. I also have gotten a couple more lifted Champions Now games in. Um, those are going pretty good. The character concepts are from the players have been uh, fantastic. Uh, but again, for me, the through line for everybody is uh, of the four team-ups or five team-ups, there are no independent uh, superhero groups, no independent super-powered groups. Everybody works for a corporation. Um, and uh, uh, that is fantastic. But I'm also going through all the writing, all the notes and handouts to make sure I'm not implying anything in there that's forcing that that decision point. So, um, but yeah, every every team up, uh, someone's like, maybe we work for, and then everyone else in the group signs off on that. And uh, and we're off and running. So Lifted will be a, a villainous book of corporations. Not all the corporations are bad. Uh, there's uh, infighting in some of them. But for the most part, uh, these superheroes are on somebody's payroll. And I find that fascinating. Challenging because it's not what I had in my head for um, superhero games. But it's different. And uh, it's what the players have signed up to it's what the players are flagging their interest in, and uh, so we're running with it. I've also started putting out uh, feelers for a all-star lifted Champions Now series. Um, a lot of words to say. I want to grab some veteran champions now or champions players and do kind of a mini-series uh, to wrap it all up uh, where we're pushing champions now um, as far as we can push it. Uh, not to break it, but to get the best experience 
the moose, the marrow out of Champions Now and then put our experiences and all that stuff into the Lifted Zine when that comes out uh, later in August or early September. I've started playing Five Parsecs from Home I uh, uh, as a solo game. Uh, I will probably do some more posts and things like that uh, as we go along. It builds itself out as an adventure wargaming game. Uh, it's a sci-fi setting. Uh, you build a crew and a starship, and uh, you're already in debt because of the starship, and you're trying to pay that off, and you go out on adventures to make that happen. They give you a couple of different options for building out your crew, selecting your crew. Uh, I went with going down into my basement, opening up my uh, Bones 1 minis box from uh, that Kickstarter way, way long ago. I grabbed six that were primed. That's an option in the book is just to go grab some minis, match up the minis to archetypes in the book, and you're off and running. There's some dice rolls to figure out their background, motivation, what resources they start with. Uh, the archetypes give them stats, gear, some different abilities, things like that. Rivals or patrons. So for my crew, I have Cash, who is an explorer from a low-tech colony. He's human. Um, I have Grand, who is a cyborg gorilla. Uh, he's a hulker, uh, meaning he's just a big brute. From a regressed world, I have Heavy Rain. Uh, she's also a human from... Some big mega city. I have Nan, N-A-N. He's an anomaly, uh, a traveler from some high-tech peaceful colony. He might be a bot or an android or an AI. That's part of the the strange character or archetype that, he's, that I picked for him. He could disappear after a couple of missions. I have Aang, who is an uplifted human, uh, a military brat, who's married to N who's also human, but she's from a frontier gang, and she's an empath. Um, in building this crew, I ended up with uh, uh, two patrons that they have and three rivals. Um, they're flying around in a retired military patrol ship that's armored. Uh, what else do I have here? Um, all the weapons are kind of generated off of tables. Um, and I feel like I'm lacking uh, in weaponry. Uh, we've got some gear. Uh, I ended up with a jump belt, which I think I'm going to put on the on Grand, and a grapple launcher, which allows you to scale things. I'm not sure uh, how that gets used yet, but uh, it's early. I'm not. Uh, I haven't done much other than build my crew, grab my minis to represent the crew. Uh, right now, I'm excited about the campaign play. It seems like uh, every turn is a campaign turn. There's a mission and then uh, essentially some downtime activities. Uh, and then again, addressing this debt. Um, I'm, interest I'm interested to see uh, how, this how this pans out. I'll keep you updated. Debt punk is still a thing uh, caught in my mind that I can't let go. I can't turn it loose. Uh, I've had a couple of conversations with uh, some other folks. Brainstorming stuff, uh, laughing about uh, some of the things uh, in the context of debt, adventures in the context of debt uh, that we've come up with. Uh, again, I'm using Vincent Baker's Apocalypse World Essays. So the qualities that I have currently, uh, and I've gone through some iterations, uh, but I think I'm settling down into 
broke, resourceful, rugged, hustle, desperate, debt, lucky, and I want to keep HX, although I don't know that I can call it that, but I like the history mechanic, uh, and I think we can do a lot of things uh, with that mechanic. Um, history in uh, or HX in Apocalypse World has always fascinated me, and that's the thing I like to play around with and develop some more, see what else we can do with that. Um, again, in uh, uh, the spirit of the essays Baker wrote, we see resourceful when debtors are jury rigging things or implementing solutions or checking things out uh, where there's no pressure um, and they have time. We see broke when they're trying to buy or pay for non-lifestyle equipment, gear, etc. We see desperate um, when the situation is chaotic and you are not in control. Um, I kind of see desperate as some type of track that once it's filled, uh, it triggers a way for you to inject some backstory uh, into that moment that's pertinent to that moment. That's what's at the top of my head. I don't know how that'll pan out. Uh, but again, at the top, when I talked about debt punk, uh, everyone has a debt book. And in there, it's like, you know, it's data on you, but it's not about you. So your backstory is not in there. I think uh, I like the idea of getting uh, pieces of your backstory from you when your character is under pressure. Uh, that sounds good. I don't know how that actually gets implemented out yet. We see hustle when you're manipulating a person or exploiting a situation. I have guts in here, but it's with a question mark. And I have, we see your guts when you're making bold moves or taking big risks. We see rugged when you're enduring hardships, stress, pain, we see lucky when things are, when you're operating, when things are a snafu. Well, failure is not an option. The situation, again, is out of your control. So I expect this and desperate to kind of work itself out as I walk through this process. Defining moves. Um, again, this is all very, 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 very rough. What I do know, though, uh, and this is from my Pendragon play, in Pendragon battles, uh, it seems like you, you're trying to just survive the battle. It happens to you. It's not you're in control of the thing. Or I always felt like in Pendragon, battles occur, your dude's in there, shit's happening to you, you're just trying to come out the other side and uh, or die well, right? Um, I want that experience that when we get into clashing or throwing down, uh, we're trying to survive the thing, uh, come out the other side, and pay the cost because this is about debt. What debt have I incurred after this clash, this firefight is done? So that's what's in my head. Uh, I don't know how it pans out. It's all rough right now, but I'm excited about it. I'm messing around with that. I've been prepping Nahual. Uh, we've got a session zero in the books. I've played two sessions of Twilight 2000 uh, one shots. And again, that's tightening up every session I get to play with that. Twilight 2000 will be my summer online one-shot game that I contribute to the different conventions that pop up online. Brendan and I have uh, been chatting. We haven't gotten to our last Sorcerer the Fallen game yet. I think we're afraid to play that finale because then the story's done, right? Um, more so that I had talked early uh, when we first started this this project, this uh, Sorcerer as Mage game, 
It was to show Brendan how to play Sorcerer and run it for his two friends from college to kind of wrap up a long campaign that they've been playing with Mage. And as it turns out, one of his friends has passed away. And uh, that game's probably not likely to happen. Um, we talked about that this past week. And, uh, and that's, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's stinky, right? Um, that makes you feel a kind of, it made me feel a kind of way. And so we're kind of hesitant to, you know, end. And we will, we'll play that last session because I want to know what happens to Don. How does Don die? Does he die well? Does he go out well? But it's kind of sad that, you know, we, uh, we embarked on this, uh, so he could play with friends and one of them has passed on. And, uh. And it made us uh, kind of aware that we uh, we don't get a finite number of weekends games left in us, especially uh, when you're fifty like me. So we're also looking at uh, Sky Realms of Jeroon. If there's a game I'd like to get my hands on uh, as a license or a property to redevelop, reboot, it would be Sky Realms of Jeroon. And uh, and I gave it a shot. I tried it, and it didn't work out. Uh, that's a whole nother post uh, where I rant to get angry and cranky. But we're going to play around with uh, Sky Realms, probably in Cortex. Um, I don't know how we managed to play that game when I was a kid, uh, looking at the mechanics today. I'm still dying in Apex Legends online. I get my two games in daily, at least two games, so, you know, pick up my uh, daily points. And uh, I'm not getting any kind of respect online. Uh, fuckers are just murdering me left and right. Uh, I think my goals now uh, in Apex are to live longer than I did the session before. So I'm up to, you know, surviving almost two minutes in the game. So that's where I'm at. I don't know if it's fun. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I've been doing it for a while now, so I'm not sure I'm getting any better. I might have to pick a different game. Anyway, that's my week. Let me know what you're playing, what you're excited about what you're prepping. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at MadJZero or in the comments. That's my show. Thanks for listening. Send your comments, questions about this episode to me. I'm on Patreon at MadJZero, all letters. Or send it to Twitter at GoDiceology. And you know, subscribe, rate, and like. Let's make this our regular thing. Thank you.